are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Head on over to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off of your next order. Well, you guys, the Flames are back, and they are back to being inconsistent, that is. <laughs> I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and before we jump into anything today, I want to ask you to make sure that you are following and subscribed to Locked on Flames. It's free, and you can find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, this is just another <laughs> week where I don't know where to start because, you know, things happen (laughs) and time goes by us and I hate starting the show on a negative note, but the Flames did in fact lose Thursday night to the Ottawa Senators in their first of three games. It was a six to one loss. (laughs) I just, I don't know how to analyze this game because, you know, there were no penalties taken. So it's not like you can blame the special teams. You can't blame uh, the goalie. You can't, you know, like things happen. <laughs> but I just, I feel really mean if I like just degrade them. Like that's not what we want. And that's, I want this show to be, you know, good to listen to and not something you're like, well, here she goes again, trashing this, trashing that. But I do tend to watch these games with a more analytical eye, but after the Senators went up 2-0, I couldn't anymore. Uh, You know, I try not to watch Flames games as a fan because I feel like when I started this show, I genuinely knew nothing about the Flames. So... I did watch it more, watch the games more objectively. And as I grow more familiar with the team and see how likable these guys are and things like that, I don't want to lose that analytical aspect and that objective aspect rather than, um, you know, just that typical fan stuff. But uh, yeah, so after the first period, I lit a stress relief candle, took a nice relaxing bath, and then I saw that Lucic scored. So, you know, congrats. <laughs> they would go on to lose 6-1, to one, like I mentioned. I, I just, I don't know what happened. And I don't know if you can bl- necessarily blame one specific thing. And I like I said, I didn't watch the full game, so I don't know if I missed something, if I am, you know, overlooking a big thing that is, um, you know, (laughs) but even I looked on Twitter and people were like, yeah, the game just sucked. But like I said, they didn't take a single penalty. Neither team did. And the Flames still got dunked on six to one. (laughs) That is horrible. And we have seen such high scoring games from their opponents lately that it's really concerning. And you look at who is out on the ice for goals against and things like that. And it is more than likely Giordano and Anderson. I just, uh, I know that they were out on the ice for the first two 
goals. And that was just, reading that was so frustrating because I was like, you don't want to have to demote your captain and kind of shake up the lines a little bit, but that's unacceptable. And when I say demote captain, I don't mean like strip him of his C or anything like that. I mean like not have him on the first pairing sort of deal. And oh my goodness, Riddick was pulled and they uh, put in their third string goalie. It just, it was embarrassing. (laughs) Um, I felt really bad. But, you know, we are going to move on from that because we're going to talk about happy things today. (laughs) And it's Monday, so we want to keep a positive outlook on things. And, you know, the Flames did have a nice little bounce back 6-3 win on Saturday. uh, Saturday morning game for y'all out in Alberta, but it's a nice afternoon game for me. And coming up next, we will talk about that victory Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me over on Twitter. You can find me at Jess Belmosto. So, you know, I spilled the uh, nacho sauce <laughs> right before puck drop, and I was like, oh, I tweeted. I was like, oh, here we go. This is Flames are going to lose by 10. Like, this is really setting the precedent for the game. Like, ugh, what a joke. And I might have to do that again because they went on to score six. Three goals in the first period alone were, um, you know, two of the three came from secondary scoring. And you love to see that. You, I think that the secondary scoring has really stepped up and they will win you games. Uh, Valimaki notched his first of the season. Michael Backlund and Elias Lindholm also scored on the second goal. Manjapani, Monahan, and Kachuk scored. There was really great momentum, I think, even from the first period. I don't necessarily want to say it was like one of their best periods that they've played. I mean, offensively, of course, but, you know, with fundamentals and stuff, kind of just, you know, I, I, there, it wasn't good or bad. It was, it was fine. Um, I do think that they have kind of tightened up their game a little bit. They're not overpassing. And if they are, they pay for it and they make, and then they'll, make up for that mistake next time and you know kind of goes full circle but not every game has to necessarily be a high scoring game you know uh but one of the flames biggest issues is that they are prone to giving up leads so those insurance goals are really nice to have it's a good safety net and things like that but i think that it's going to have to really stretch the they're they're gonna have to stretch themselves thin if they want to keep putting up goals like that because especially against better teams like Toronto and Montreal it's just (laughs) it's not sustainable so I do hope that they continue on this route of scoring but it, it doesn't have to be like this every game Riddick had some fantastic saves like I thought that they were like borderline like pornographic because um holy smokes like he there were some I really thought at some points like the flames were going to let one in on a bad bad bounce or anything like that he just uh, he looked fantastic in there and it was such a different goalie than we saw where we left off uh, about a year ago but right before the pause and I just, I'm, I'm glad. I don't know what changed. I don't know if, you know, he had 
um, an injury heal or anything like that. But it's good to see for him, and I'm sure it gives him more confidence. I know that on Thursday, he stormed off, and he was he hit his head, I think, on the door of the locker room, the dressing room, and people were, like, kind of making fun of it. And, like, I get it, like, temper tantrums aren't cute or anything like that, but he had mentioned in his interview, Media Scrum, uh, when Eric Francis asked about his emotions and things like that, um, you know, how long do you, like, let a loss sit with you and, you know, what's your emotional coach teaching you? Um, I'm pretty sure emotional coach is another word for therapist. Don't quote me on that, but, I mean, I'm pro everybody should have a therapist so you know uh, he let his emotions get the best of him but you know what he didn't do he didn't pull a jordan bennington and start fake swinging on his opponents and things like that like he took it to the locker room and just let it happen it's very upsetting when you let in four or five goals and then you know you have to send in your backup but i I'm it's I, I think we're trending in the right direction here with him. Uh, he will start again tonight because which we'll talk about in a little bit, but he's starting again tonight and I'm sure that we will see the same Dave that we've been seeing. I really loved seeing the Kachuk brothers kind of go back and forth laughing at each other, especially during warm-ups and there were times in the first two game where first two games where Matthew would look over at Brady and like it didn't look like he was like doing anything wrong but he's just like checking up on his brother it reminded me of when I would have to pick my brother up from his kindergarten classroom when I was in fourth grade to bring him to the bus because I was so nervous that he was gonna get lost but you know that's just the uh, perks of being the oldest sibling there I am just so, <laughs> uh, I just love the Kachuk brothers. I think they're great. And their mom gave a really nice interview to Eric Francis and talked about how they'll never fight each other. And that's just, you know, kind of one rule that she has. And it's just, it, it'll never happen. And she talked about how she'll go on Twitter and name search the boys. And I understand that, like, name searching, you know, you don't have to do it. It's not necessarily, you know, you're doing it, doing it at your own free will and things like that. But she talked about how hard it was to see people saying these awful things about her kids and, you know, death threats. And I was like, oh, my heart breaks for you. And I understand people are just going to say, well, she just shouldn't do it. And it's like, yeah, of course. But like, you also want to look up, you know, the good things. And there's no real filter for that. But we will do a stat breakdown before we head into our third segment. But the Flames had 38 shots on goal. And that's amazing considering <laughs> how horribly they were doing, uh, you know, towards the middle of February. And, you know, it, I don't know what happened. I don't know what switch flipped and kind of got them back in their confidence mode. I don't know if they had maybe another meeting or something, but uh, the confidence was there. And I think that the 38 shots on goal kind of shows you that um, they're not overpassing. 
And something else to note is that Brad Tree Living uh, has been at the last two games. Why he would travel to Ottawa in the middle of a pandemic, right after Claude Julien got fired after losing to Ottawa, a little suspicious to me. But anyways, <laughs> there were 10 giveaways and 11 blocks, and after Saturday's matchup, uh, Riddick had a ni- has a 9 9.07 save percentage and a 2.77 uh, goals against. But you really can't look much into that, in my opinion at least. Think about the games that he's had to come into and kind of save the team and try to, you know, fix the little dynamic and the way things are going on and hasn't really worked in his favor but he has been stealing games for the team and you know I think Markstrom you know has been doing a wonderful job and kind of struggling obviously with that injury his last few starts but this the way that Riddick has been playing is exceptional I think he's been doing fantastic and like I mentioned earlier this is a completely different Riddick that we saw Uh, a completely different Riddick than we saw last year, you know, and I'm very, I'm very happy for him because he does get the start again tonight. And I'm looking forward to see the Flames hopefully rack up another two points and look to move forward in the division. But first, before we jump into tonight's update, we are going to talk about Built Bar. You guys know Built Bar is one of the world's best tasting protein bars. They come in 18 different flavors, 12 original and 6 new. They actually just put out, um, they sent out a package for us and my goodness, peanut butter bars just make a great snack. I love putting them in my protein shakes and, you know, gives me that little boost in the morning. They're great for anyone who is trying to lose weight, maintain weight, anyone that's on the keto diet. And my favorite thing about them is just the fact that they taste like a candy bar, (laughs) but they don't have the uh, same nutritional value (laughs) as a candy bar. So there's a little bit of a benefit there. You know, you're not consuming a lot of sugar, uh, minimal carbs, and you're getting a lot of protein and fiber, which I think is wonderful. So head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off of your next order, and that is promo code LOCKEDON20 at BuiltBar.com. And while we are on the subject of great things, sports betting, you guys, sports betting has never been easier on BetOnline AG. You can head on over and create your free account and get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. You can head on over to bet on the Flames, any esports, some reality TV drama, anything really. March Madness, it's March, you guys. Or somehow in March. <laughs> but, um, you know, head on over to Bet Online AG and we can get you all set up with that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKED ON. Hey guys, it's Jess here, and I am just reminding you to make sure that you are subscribed to the show and head on over to your favorite podcast app, or wait, you're probably on it right now, subscribe and download the show as well. 
The Flames finish up their stay in the nation's capital with a final matchup against the Ottawa Senators tonight. And Markstrom is out. He's close, according to uh, Jeff Ward. And David Riddick will get the start today. The Flames had practice this morning, and the team actually provided us with some really nice quotes that I just kind of wanted to shine a light on. And this is Captain uh, Mark Giordano um, talking about David Riddick's play in the last week. Witter's... <laughs> Witter? Nope. <laughs> Pause. Ritter's a, a great goalie. You you can see he's a confident guy right now. He's given us some huge games. And I completely agree. I just spent that entire segment praising David Riddick pretty much. And I <laughs> love to see the captain come out and give credit where credit's due. Uh, Manjiapani says that a big credit goes to Ryan Huska for teaching me, having confidence to put me out there. And that's him talking about the... Uh, penalty role he's or penalty kill role he's been playing this season and Giapani has just been wonderful this season I know he kind of got off to a slow start only because um you know he didn't really score a goal in the first two weeks of the season but he has eight goals on the season now and all of those goals come in February <laughs> so I mean make of that what you will but I, I do think that he's okay and I am pulling up an article right now that, have, that has the projected lineups because they weren't posted when I was writing my notes. But, um, okay, where projected... Oh, just kidding. Okay, so the projected lines and pairings won't be available until warm-ups this evening, which I mean, okay, I guess. Ugh. But uh, hopefully that means, you know, no one's getting scratched late and finding out that way and anything like that. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. Coming up this week, I will have, you know, some more coaching controversy. Is John Tortorella on his way out? Is Jeff Ward on his way out? Are we going to see some sort of, you know, wife swap, coach swap thing going on here? But never miss an episode of Locked on Flames when you subscribe and follow this podcast for free on your favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. All right, you guys, I will talk to you tomorrow, and I hope that you have a wonderful day. Go Flames!